who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining me. I was shouting. <laughs> I was wow. going to say. Every, I was shouting at the Borderlands 3 reveal you, event. You just get a little weaker and weaker little, as time goes on. I'm losing my Des- power. <laughs> joining me on the show today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Brian Malkowitz. Hello. And Where's everybody else Steven? is gone. I'm here Go for you. Team. I'm here team. for you. Go Team Malkowitz. Mm-hmm. On today's show, we're going to be talking about Borderlands 3, how weapon feel is different than Destiny, and what Destiny does really well and what borderlands is doing really well with their game and some of the differences there uh we're going to talk about e3 what we think destiny and bungie might announce there as it's going to be an odd year with everything that's changed with their parent company we're also going to talk about what parent company? some ideas <laughs> about where destiny 2 could go and our hopes for season of the opulence so the borderlands 3 reveal event brian and i were there yeah CJ, you weren't. I was you, not. So. You play Borderlands? Uh, it's funny. I don't. There's a lot of people who've told me that they – That is uh, funny. <laughs> really, <laughs> I, want, I mean funny. Uh, no, it was one of those things. I have played Borderlands before, but I never got into it because I was never really a big PvE guy. So I understood the draw of the game if you're into that. But no, I've never really kind of invested a lot of time in it like others have. Great. So Brian. All right. You guys carry <laughs> – you, you take it away. Uh, Borderlands <laughs> 3 yep. – I think one of the concerns with that game is that there's only X amount of gun manufacturers. Sure. So will you ever get tired of finding a new gun? And for me, in the Borderlands answer 3? is no. <laughs> in Borderlands 3? Yeah, in Borderlands um, 3. Because Destiny, they have they have sort of manufacturers of their weapons. Yeah. Um, but I would say they have more classes of weaponry. In Borderlands or Destiny? Destiny. In Destiny. Just like gotcha. I think in Borderlands 2... Um, Borderlands 3, we're going to quickly find what are the best things. Mm-hmm. And then people are going to, you know, be grinding for those. Obviously, everybody's going to be grinding for the legendaries mm-hmm. at a certain point in 
Borderlands, and that's what always happens. Um, so I think, yeah, at some point, Borderlands 2 is going to have that drop-off. Just you like mean 3. three. Borderlands 3 is going to have that drop-off, just like any other you know, looter, shooter, or anything like that. But. So here's the thing. We played th- – I played three gameplay sessions. You played two. Two. And every time I got a new weapon, mm-hmm. I was curious to see how it stacked up versus yeah. the one I had. Damage is higher. Mm-hmm. You have uh, – like the Torgs were my favorite guns by were far. Very, very, they were the ones where you shoot guns. somebody and then when you reload CJ – it increases your damage 7%, and what you've done is you've hit, like, little tracker mm-hmm. guys on the enemy. You reload. They all explode, and the character basically melts. That's cool. I think it's, I saw some really of the gameplay, yeah, on Brian's machine mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um, so the thing is they have this set amount. They have tiers within each of the manufacturers of the guns, and it's all, it's always really, really cool to get a legendary. And what's the top tier again, Brian? The Pearl Lesson. We don't, Pearl know, if Lesson. Are, we don't know if those are coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean – yeah, I don't want to get too big details with it. So Borderlands yeah. Legendary is top tier. Yeah, and then Pearlescent is like exotic topper tier. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. so in Destiny, <laughs> Legendary tier. is the second to top, then exotic. Yeah, it's, it's like that, Fortnite reverse a little bit uh, too. I will. So just keeping on Borderlands three, I want to say just how surprised I was mm-hmm. about how each weapon I found was unique. Mm-hmm. Even the the gray ones felt special. They did a good job with the loot game mm-hmm. and. I think it's really strong, but I wonder if, like you said, it will taper off at some point near end game. It dep- it like at, at the because I mean, you, like they've already said that the end game for Borderlands Three is going to be bigger than it was in Two. So I mean, we don't know what that is yet, mm-hmm. outside of like raid bosses in previous Borderlands games. But so so, so compar- dr- comparing this loot game, CJ, this is where you come in. Yeah, to Destiny. I was actually going to ask a question about that. Yeah, yeah go for it. Well, well just the, how do you think it stacks up? Well, so the PvP equation. I mean, for me, that's what I've always said. Like right now, Destiny, I feel is missing a little bit of that PvP. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some grind for it, but there's no activity like Trials was that you'd want to take and bring your weapons into. Now, Gambit's done, I think, a pretty decent job, but it's you know, there's a lot of people I think who don't like Gambit. So, you know, it's uh, yeah, I'm curious to find out from you guys. There is no PvP in Borderlands still, right? Not no. that we know of at this time. Nothing that they've said. I mean, yeah. there were rumors of a battle royale that some people seem excited yeah, about. Yeah, I think they've already announced yeah. They've already kill, killed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, I don't know what to say, hype train, but that. Well, I don't know notion. for sure. I don't want to say anything definitively because I actually, I don't, I'm not up to date on that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, Borderlands is always, the multiplayer of Borderlands has always just been like a dual aspect where you slap somebody and they have to slap you back. Yeah. And then you <laughs> to accept the challenge and then you fight. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. That's the closest yeah. you get to PvP. Gotcha. And it's sort of like in the environment in the world. It's not yeah. Like yeah. So in the, it's in the, it's not like a mode you select or yeah. something like that. But. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. And that sounds pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm always intrigued. Um, I, I thought what was interesting is once Apex legends came out uh it was interesting how many things that i actually really liked about what they did in their game design that uh i wished and i did not like about other games like i did not like uh fortnite's you know once you spawn and die it's you're just out of the game the respawn factor into apex legends thought that was awesome fortnite implemented that right away is there anything from borderlands that you think that Bungie might go oh that's cool and maybe they might implement after seeing some of these things (laughs) second win (laughs) I really like second, second win. Cool. win. Yeah, uh, you kind of like go into a down state, and the AI the AI teammates can bring you back to life. Okay, you can kill something, and then that'll bring you back to life. That's not something that's like specific to Borderlands Three. Mm-hmm. That's always been yeah. right. part of the series. But, but separately, one of the best things about Borderlands Three that Destiny Two did not do, but Division sort of did, is uh, how level scaling is going to work. Mm-hmm. You're going to have instant loot. So if I'm level 25 and you're level 5, I hop into your game to help you. Mm-hmm. I'm getting level 25 guns at 
stats the enemies that are, I would will want. also be your level yeah. too. The enemies are also my level, meaning I'm getting XP gains for helping you. Interesting. So you will you will you know gain your levels. So you can also turn that off. So if I want to power level you. Maybe it'll work against like a bunch of level twenty fives and just get you up to my level quicker. You can still do that. Gotcha. Yeah, and you can still hunt for loot. Yeah, playing Borderlands Three reminded me of how much I want Destiny to go more RPG mm-hmm. and give us back more customization on those skill trees that we yeah. had from Borderlands or from Destiny One. Yeah, even though those weren't like super in depth, it was better you know to have that customization that we had. Yeah. So it's weird. I've I've had this conversation with a number of people. Did you guys like actually opening up the nodes and the skill tree within the con- uh, context of – I think the part that I didn't like about it specifically is you had to farm the raids over and over and over again in order to get the materials to do that. It wasn't just progression. You mean sometimes. for the weapons? For the weapons, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you rather that come back or do you no. like the way that no. right now you get right the now weapon and opens up and you just have them all available? Yeah, I, I, I don't like that system in particular. I don't Other mind, games have done it better. Yeah, I don't mind games that – give you guns and you basically level up that gun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not something what we have now with the enhancement core system where if you want to level it up to your current level, you got to spend this currency. But if a game rewards me by using that gun and the gun just gets better over time. Mm -hmm. And we haven't talked about that very often on the show. I still see that almost daily when I look at Reddit and I look at feedback that the master, sorry, enhancement core system is the one thing that people really just want to go away or there needs to be some kind of other avenue. They have put a few you know, ways to get them in the game, but it still feels a little bit kind of stingy with, cause it takes a lot of them to actually level up your gear, you know, and that becomes like a, that's why, you know, that's why it's upsetting when like a new season starts yeah. and here mm-hmm. you got 15 more levels you need to chase yeah. one kind of for almost no reason. Yeah. Um, but then also you can't use any of the gear that you love. Yeah. Because you don't want, you don't have master course to, yeah, to infuse. Course. I'll yeah. say, I'll say this though about the, the loot question in borderlands versus destiny mm-hmm. destiny does it differently but that doesn't necessarily means it means that it's bad or right, right. No, no. i, I actually different. i like the system of both individually and i don't know that i want to see destiny adopt a more borderlands freestyle i think it could be a little bit more giving with exotics for example yeah like they they kind of throttled way back on that there's just fewer exotics in the pool and because you know they're just going to nerf something, it's it's kind of detracts from the excitement. Yeah, uh, Borderlands is just kind of like you know what, just break everything. Here you go, and that's the advantage that you have when you're just one sandbox, basically. Yeah, I jumped onto the revelry the last little bit. I will say I like the fact that this is like, hey, this is this is a broken game with like enhanced grenades <laughs> yeah. and abilities and this and that for a short a amount of time. That. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know why people hate it. Yeah, I yeah. actually, I, I liked it, and I like the fact that they announced the duration now. If, again, if that was made permanent, yeah. like the way Fortnite implements changes, and you don't know how long it's going to happen for. Then fine, I can understand why yeah. people are upset at that. But you know, the revelry is only going to be three weeks of broken grenades and yeah. toxic invisibility hunters. Oh man, that's so fun to do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't mind it within that context. So I, I wish there was some kind of, and maybe these are the kind of things that I wish they would allow us to do in private matches. Have some of those kind of little, you know, fun moments to be able to do if if people like don't want it to be full time in the game once right. it hits like revelry yep. is. But are you talking about private matches where we can uh, turn stuff on like modifiers like the revelry? Because that would be really cool. Yeah, it would be a little I mean, bit more like more more options. Days. Exactly. In yeah, private matches to do mm-hmm. stuff like that. Would yeah, because cool. yeah. Halo did have all like Halo removing player shield. Yeah, yeah. You know, four SWAT. Yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. SWAT and Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like those. I mean, those don't ideas. have to be. Those don't have to be. You know, modes. 
you know, that are in normal PvP, but in private matches and things like that. Would be nice to have yeah. more options. I'd probably uh, use it more. Dude, what if you <laughs> only had a six shooter, no shields, one shot kills, and everybody has that, what was it, the old fashioned, the hand cannon? Oh, yeah. It's like what? a Wild West y- old Yeah, thing. individual. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and I think that's where, yeah, like, I, I hope that there is something happening in the background with trials where, I don't know if the trial ship has Dang. sailed. Like the, yeah, I know. I, I, I gotta do it at least once a show. But I do feel like that if they do bring it back, it probably will look dramatically different. I think, like we were talking about, is the 2014 trials, uh, you know, or no, was it 2014 or 15? I think it was 15 when it actually launched House of Wolves. Um, would that work in 2019? And I mm-hmm. think it would. But I don't know if it would be as impactful now. Well, we can never go back and play it again. So, <laughs> but if they innovate and do something cool, and it's for the PvP crowd, I'm, I'm. There's a lot of PvP people who are just not playing Destiny as much as they used to because there's well, not yeah, because like kind of this a new season end comes game activity. And it's like here's here's this new thing to chase. Yeah, but do it in that PvP. You've been doing it in for two years. Yeah, in a couple game modes. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's no rift. There's no trials. Mm-hmm. No elimination. There's no um, you know, there's a lot of game modes that are missing. Even even the bigger team battles at the bigger maps. That, I would know, love that. I, that that'd be, be one super sweaty. A lot is if yeah. they, they they added that game mode, big team battles, putting vehicles back in the PvP. I know a lot of people hated that. Yeah, but like combined how, arms was a good. How, how would you feel if uh, Fortnite shut off their battle royale mode for a year? <laughs> well, would there's you always think, the would PvE you think game. Would you think that's a smart move? <laughs> Stop that, Destiny. What about Fort, you, Brian? Fort, Fortnite 2 comes out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're shutting down. We think we can do better with Battle Royale, so we're, shut, we're shutting it down. <laughs> we really want to innovate. We're just going to shut it off for a year. <laughs> and also, uh, you know, Fortnite 2 is here, but uh, you can't play it in the original either. <laughs> Would that be a smart business decision? Oh. What do you think? Let us know in the comments below, everybody, <laughs> if you think it's a good idea to take away a temple back. that everybody loves. <laughs> Uh, one thing that is coming back or coming is, uh, opulence, seasonal opulence. Yeah. And I'm kind of wondering, we haven't really talked about it too much. It looks like we're going to be going back to the, the raids or at least getting the raid armor again. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it's just going to, okay. it's just going to be repurposed armor. Like it's not going to be mm-hmm. something you go in the Leviathan raid mm-hmm. and get, but it's just, they're going to redesign, not redesign, but take that design. Add a shader to it mm-hmm. and call it new. <laughs> I hope not. This yeah, is supposed to be too. a substantial expansion. This is sort of the swan song for yeah. their partners at Vicarious Vision and High Moon. Yeah. Um, wh- what do you think it's going to bring? What PlayStation th- exclusives. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they have to finish that no. contract, right? It, well, if, if yeah. Vicarious Vision is yeah. making it and that yeah. contract is going to be finished out, oh, I, yeah. I think oh. there's going to be some PlayStation exclusives. You think so? In, so in here, here's Maybe. what I, I think, thought about that. Here's what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be the old raids uh, somehow modified. You mean the raid layers? Yeah, raids. The raid, oh, like and the, the Leviathan raid and then the layers that we did. On yeah, okay. I actually I like mm. the Leviathan raid. And I don't mind yeah. any of those raids. Yeah, yeah. So I think well, those are going to be like Spire. So I think those yes. are going to be redone, remixed in some fashion. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you'll have dogs during Gauntlet. I don't know. <laughs> Chasing you. <laughs> yeah. well, we already know Chasing that there's you. also a new raid coming along with this, mm-hmm. plus a new six-player match-made activity. Yeah, for sure. So that maybe maybe it'll be uh, – yeah, no idea. Maybe it's just like, hey, here's some random encounters from the raid, but do them with random people. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure this will be exciting when it comes out, but right now I, I have – my hype meter would be at zero right now for season of the opulence. Yeah. It's very, very low. Um, this is coming out in a month. Yep. We're 30 days away. 
and I have no idea what to expect from this content. Yeah, I don't know. Power either. level increase, that'll happen, right? Yeah, yeah. new weapons probably, mm-hmm. a few new weapons, a couple new mm-hmm. abilities. Um, so it's weird. I, with Revelry, one of the things I did like, at least within the, the forest, I like that you could go in and it was match made or you could choose to do it separately. Mm-hmm. If they lean into a bunch of these type things with like activities, I think probably Escalation Protocol was one of my favorite environments to to, to grind and play those encounters. Um, that was in the open world. But then ruined yeah. when someone comes in and you're like, get out of here! Exactly. <laughs> so that was in the open world and you had to hack to kind of get that many people in. But I think, wasn't it nine people that you could get You could get in nine people by, it's not really hacking, it's just like going in and out of the, the instance, instance and in waiting until you see somebody in your Discord. Or, well, they have that now. The new yeah. event is Escalation Protocol basically with matchmaking. Uh, which what one? Event? The, um, from Black Armory. The Forges. But they're only six. Or they're only, no, three. They're only three. Yeah. They're only three. Well, I yeah. mean, that's, they designed it specifically so you can match make with three. Yeah. Yes, but then they but, screwed yeah. it up by not letting you launch from orbit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then that's what I mean, right? Yeah. There's a couple of those little things. It's like one you... step forward, but here's five mistakes. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Like if, if we look at all the different things that, you know, with the forges, you had to go to some place in the map and then launch them. But then you actually had to make sure you're matchmaking. So you could take forever to get into them. And yeah. then Escalation Protocol was cool, but then you couldn't get nine people into it. You had to, like, organically find a cheat way. Uh, that's not organically. No, it's I don't not. Think that's but that's the right word. Sorry. Whatever word you want to describe. So, like, yeah, cheese your way into it. Cheese whiz your way. Uh, but I think that if the, if, if the whole purpose of of that activity was because it was a, in a world where you could just walk in with other people. It means probably that they have the ability to maybe do a closed environment, nine player activity. And, and if that was mm. a possibility down the road, like maybe that's going to happen in September or something like that. I think that would be really cool. Cause escalation protocol was probably one of my favorite things to do in the last like six months of destiny. It can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you get the right crew together. Yeah, absolutely. What do you want to see from Season of Opulence? Do you want to see this walled-off nine-person activity? Because you said this update or September. Yeah, I mean, I think that it, that would be something that if, if they were to be able to do that, I mean, they have that in September. They do cool. have that option to do because, I mean, on the roadmap, it does say that new six-player matchmade activity. Yeah. Don't know what it is. Yeah. So hopefully it's something that we can launch from orbit. Yeah. But also launch on ourselves. But but that's only six players. It's like, I feel like they yeah. have the ability to do nine if that'd be cool. I mean, that's something that they've never done before. Um, you know, and the raids, I think, you know, are super strategic and all that stuff. So nine would be probably too chaotic, but boss melting and DPS and all those. You just have to balance the mode around. Exactly. How many people? people. I, yeah. I, I think opulence. So for me is, I do think it's going to be a raid remix. I think we're going to be going back to the Leviathan and mm-hmm. taking out, uh, the big boss man that we fought the robot. I think, yeah. I think, I think it's also going to be like the same design as, Black Four or the Black Armory and um, Gambit, where they're going to create this gameplay loop between raiding and doing some other that six-player activity, mm, where yeah. you're doing that loop to get gear and then you know, do that to be more effective, then to go back to this to get more gear to be even more effective, and then to keep doing that loop just like they're doing. In- have you yeah. run since around launch? Have you run the raid with Black Armory? Which raid? The new one that came with Black Armory. Oh yeah, yes. Quarters past. Do you run it a lot? I don't run it a lot. No, I mean I've yeah. run it enough, but I mean I have most of the stuff I need from that raid, so I don't really do it anymore. What about you, Siege? Did you run it a lot? Not much, no, because mm-hmm. for me, like I'm not chasing specific weapons. Like if there are no coveted weapons in the raids, yeah, like I, I'm, why? Yeah, yeah, for me personally, yeah, like that was the reason why Vex Mythoclast and a lot of those other weapons that you got from yeah and Fre- Fatebringer from competing the raids were really good. That incentivized me to do them. I don't mind the power chase, but to me. 
if I can get, you know, powerful engrams playing, you know, crucible or whatever else, I'm going to do that. And I can do that over time. So, yeah, yeah. You I, know. I think with all the avenues of progression in destiny, they've actually detracted from their best feature, which is their incredible raids. And yeah, that's, I mean, they do need that. I mean, like, yeah. Scourge of the Past had some good weapons, like, uh, most notably, like, trench, or, uh, sorry, uh, threat level. Yeah. It can get a, it could get the, um, the Ikello shotgun roll, and that's yeah. the one that got. So mm-hmm. I and then they nerfed that. it. And then they nerfed it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, the Anarchy, which is the exotic from Scourge, was kind of like. I mean, yeah. It's really weird, though, because looking back to Destiny 1, like, that also was a complaint. It's like, okay, well, you know, there's not much for us to do. And now in Destiny 2, there's a lot to do. Mm-hmm. I but, will, but I will. There's a, like, so your options are, okay, do I want to do a Crucible match or do I want to run an hour and a half long raid to progress? Right. And it's like, I've already done the raid. Do I want to, do I want to go through the hassle of getting those people together yeah. who are competent and can go through yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, it kind of detracts from this really special, this, this previously special thing. Yeah. I, I think but a lot it of all, that. It, it's difficult because the business needs of bringing in the new players and everything. It, it, that, and that's the thing. If you think of that and then you think of just like progression and trying to, you know, have it so that the people who play 50 hours in a week versus the people that play barely four or five, there's a little bit of balance there. Like I get what they're trying to do, but definitely, uh, it's, it's perceived very differently in Destiny 2 because there is a lot to do. I just, yeah, the incentivization of doing it, I would say, is it's the tricky part for them to master. Call me crazy, but I think the only way to get max light should be through the raid. Um, or the you're gonna get called crazy activity. for sure. Yeah, that's fine. Call me crazy, but <laughs> Destiny <laughs> One, there were more people. More people talked yeah. about the raids. There was more yeah. conversations about the gear that you got for the raids. It's also just oh wow, you're that light level. That's so cool. You must have done the raid a lot. There was a level of knowledge and respect mm. for people who had yeah. done that. And now that's just gone. It's like oh, you got your disaster piece Titan running the raid. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the re- but the reason why I think is obviously because the amount of people that completed those. You mm-hmm. know, it, it wall off so, a lot of people because they didn't have a group and so trying yeah. to be more inclusive uh, i do wish that maybe they like i said before in previous episodes um you'd leave pinnacle activities to be that maybe final bit of a leveling power so you had a soft cap of let's say 680 but then in order to do um you know progression and leveling up past that you had to either do pinnacle activities like the raid like iron banner like well trials Mm-hmm. You know, so that you could get certain items and weapons that boosted your level. So it wasn't just playing quick play crucible 50 million times, getting powerful engrams every week until you level up, right? That, and that's where I think it does take away a little bit from the reckoning and it takes away from Gambit and it takes it's away from, okay. <laughs> it takes away from Gambit because yeah, those things don't seem special. Like in a way, I almost wish Gambit Prime would have been a weekend activity. I think that if they had have just like had it active on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, uh, and then it went away on reset. You'd have people maybe grinding Gambit Prime specifically on the weekend. And it's turning into a little bit more of like, you know, social activity the way Destiny was when the trials. Yeah, I think thinking about it a little more, I think the problem is they want everybody to be special. But when everybody's special and everybody can easily nobody be special, is. nobody stands out. Syndrome. Nobody stands out. It's the so Incredibles theory. In a, in a video game that's all about power and powering up, yeah. there is no way to show off, really. It, dude, uh, it's literally the, the theme for Incredibles. PvP. Yeah, it's like when yeah. everybody's super, nobody will be. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so. and it kind of sucks because 
I don't have that feeling with Destiny anymore where I'm like, yeah, I'm Max Light. Who cares? Yeah. Everybody will be Max Light in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so I think they should have the light level. Let's say a 750 is the cap, right? Which yeah, is the new one. Everybody Super can likely. get the 740. Yeah. Fine. But those extra 10 lights, they need to be a grind and they only need to be achievable through pinnacle activities. Yes. So not only do you look cool when you achieve that light level. Yeah. But you've also conquered some of the hardest activities in the game. Yeah. And that's something Destiny used to have that it doesn't have right now. I agree with that. And that's why, yeah, especially for Taken King when they created multiple versions or like raid hard mode and stuff. I like that. Like yeah. it was an incentive. Yeah, they had to hard do. and then challenging, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well they changed up different elements and there was different ways to beat the bosses and even the weapons looked a little bit different. So you knew you got certain weapons, you know, yeah. in uh in hard mode versus that's what, regular. That's one thing that Destiny needs to get back to is like Building raids around weapons that you want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Raid. yeah. Like, Last Wish came out. The only really gun you want from that is 1K Thousand Voices, yeah. Or the Still Nation of Beast. Yeah. Uh, got curated roll. Yeah. 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 I, I got a God Roll Nation of Beast on my first run, but I never got Thousand Voices. No, I never got Thousand Voices. Voices. Really? Wow. I have Nation, I have nation uh, of Beasts. Dude, Fallout, Fallout yeah. Plays doesn't have it either, at least by at the time of this taping. What and is I, wrong with the drop? I know, and I see him <laughs> tweeting out going like, hey, is there str- is there strategies to like get an increased chance? Or like, which chest should I open? And it's crazy yeah. that... I popped <laughs> six <laughs> yeah, after the before. patch. Yep. Guess how many I got? Zero. Zero! Yeah, I know, That's man. insane! Yep. Nobody else got it either. But it, it, it is kind of interesting that it's it it does become that Galahorn in a way where it's just you're starving for it. So I, it has a little bit of a yeah. But Galahorn, you it. could get from more than just anything. That spot. Yeah, I know. Like you Galahorn was that. like yeah. the weapon to get. It was 1, the weapon, but it could drop from you don't. It could drop from raid. Yeah. You could drop from PvP. Yeah, yeah. Like you had a chance to get it almost everywhere. But with Vex, one of voices. Vexmith, Vexmith yeah. class. I mean, but I just remember to, that being yeah. a problem though. Like, what do you mean? Like. People not being able to get vexed. Oh, I didn't get vexed for almost like seven months. Really? Yeah, I didn't get vexed until yeah. near the end of a, like after House of Wolves came out. Yeah, so I was starred for a little vex and Hawkmoon. Never got, and I was a PlayStation player. I never got Hawkmoon. Yeah, but until the very end of year one, I can't I put nervous. my finger on what they changed, but I do not get excited when I get exotics anymore, even if it's one I really want. I'm just kind of like, oh, I finally got. If I get a thousand voices tomorrow, yeah, I'm just gonna be like, oh, okay, finally got it. Yeah. I don't, I don't need it. What do I need it for? I Nothing. I'm Max Light. Yeah, who cares? I don't know. And you know, honestly, like, I don't think that this is anything like it is Bungie's fault. I think that some of it was just I, the IP. It's design decisions that have sort of led to apathy within the loot system. Maybe, but I think it's just the fact that Destiny One was new and shiny and. We didn't know what to expect, and so now that there's an expectation for everything, like I think it's just sequels are are hard to do that. that, It's just like we're so aware, yeah, of everything that's going on, like behind the curtains and destiny. Absolutely, it's like so things like that, like the RNG and the loot grinds. Like we we see it now, like as in when Destiny One, we're just we were naive. Yeah, oh, that's the reason why I I always say that No Legend is Safe was my favorite Vidoc because. It was that moment of revealing, oh, man, we have new supers coming out because there was always that extra note at the top and you had no idea what it was, oh, yeah, it was never for. Yeah. yeah, and then all of a sudden they were revealed. And even the way you acquired those supers, it was really cool. It was special. It was super special. So, uh, yeah, now now we just kind of like we know what's going to happen most of the time. We kind of have an idea of, oh, there's going to be like, you know, more weapons and more of this and more of that. So Gambit was probably the first thing they did where it was like, oh, this is really cool because this is different. And I don't know if, yeah, they've, you know, even the raids feel a little bit formulaic, even though they're mm-hmm. fun and they're new, right? We all so. just agree that what happened with the Whisper of the Warren was probably the most unique yes. thing that's happened. Absolutely. Since it launched. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm just destined just having like PTSD like Who waiting knows for Cabal what Drill. I'm thinking right now. What, what Cabal, <laughs> Cabal Drill. Yeah. For a whole oh, yeah. week. But weekend. So that was probably like Aside from that, they do something great, pas. and then they do something <laughs> yeah, really yeah. dumb. Aside from that faux pas, like yeah, the Zer like, bounties right now, you can't finish the Zer storyline because <laughs> for two weeks they turned on. Uh, why did they return? Oh, sorry. It is. I'm just. I'm so frustrated <laughs> about that one. Yeah, like, yeah. but I, I get frustrated because Bungie makes a lot of really, really great decisions. That, yes, that push the brand forward, mm-hmm. but they're usually tied to something that just seems breaks it in a way dumb. Yeah, it it seems dumb externally because like. I call that out with the Zer bounties. I'm like, why are you making it planet specific? <laughs> yeah. And then like we had that one that was really bad. I'm like, and I joked. Yeah. And then sure enough, they've had it this happened. bump for two weeks. Yeah. Well, I, I ran into that too. And or, they've known about it for a month. Yeah. Where I, well, yeah. If you have the bounty in your inventory, you just can't do the you next can't one. It's just so like the Zer is out today, right? So I guess anybody, everybody yeah. can't progress, right? They can't get. Whatever was supposed to come this week, because last week is still bugged. Yeah. So if I pick it up, they're gonna patch patches on Tuesday, right? Can I finish it on Tuesday? You can finish it. Oh, well, maybe. no, probably no, not. You can, it's gonna reset. Can, so I don't. I don't know. No, you, the bounty doesn't go away once you pick it the up. The bounty doesn't go away. No, but you can't do it. Like that was my problem. I picked the bounty up. You can do, but they, I think they changed that. You can do it through Thursday. Now. Oh, yeah. Okay, they fixed yes. they fixed yeah. that part. Okay. But yeah. I don't know if you can go to Zer on Tuesday and pick up the new one. No, no, no. So I, I can get correct because you can only the have new one, one in your inventory. On yeah, yeah. We'll find out. Today's Friday. Yeah. We're supposed to have yeah. a new one today. Yeah, but no. But the last progress. week, nobody can finish it. So can on Tuesday? Can we pick up the one we were supposed to be able to get today? No, Zer goes away on Monday. No, it doesn't. He goes away at reset. Yeah. Well, reset will happen, which is yeah, that's patch, what I mean. yeah, which yeah. means zero go away. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can finish the one you have in your inventory, mm-hmm. and, and then, then there will be Friday, no invitation. And then on Friday, yeah. you'll you should have the new one on Friday. Yeah, yeah, which sucks. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, because the patch is on. T- that's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, but the whisper uh, to just go back to Brian. Whisper was great. Risp- when whisper, it yeah. yeah. In in <laughs> because it was a surprise. It was secret. It was yeah. cool. It yes. was an awesome gun. In in Destiny One and Destiny Two. It's pre- mm-hmm. it's probably still you know one of the most coveted weapons besides Galahorn actually mm-hmm. yeah because they introduced it in the way they did introduce Black Spindle not I mean it was a surprise yes somebody just randomly found it yeah Whisper, like, yeah like Black Spindle was like hey this door opened up in this mission for some, <laughs> heroic mission yeah. for some reason that's and right we went into it and then we got Black Spindle yeah, like which a timer is, and the timer and everything yeah, that so, was a fun day yeah, yeah so yeah. it was the same thing in that in that yeah. situation where it's like and they haven't done it again since I don't think so yeah, yeah so, I hope they do more of that so final topic. What do you guys think, destiny-wise, is going to be announced at E3? Do you think Bungie's going to have a presence? Do you think they're going to do anything? And what do you think they would do that would get people amped up? Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting to see. There's so much going on right now with, like, I mean, who's not going to be there? PlayStation is not going to be there, right? They're not having a show. EA doesn't so have a booth. EA doesn't have a booth. Well, like, oh, yeah, no, they're not with Activision. They're doing EA play. Exactly. So, yeah, I don't know. And even with Opulence, like, mm-hmm. unless there's some kind of major announcement or something like that that's after Opulence, which, I mean, I'm hoping there is, um, yeah, I... I just really want some kind of PvP related activity to come back like trials. I've relinquished the fa- fine. I know I said the T word again. Does it rhyme with files? Fine. I don't know what it rhymes with, but I just want something to bring the PvP community back to Destiny, even if it's not full time on a weekend basis. Like I just miss, you know, watching streamers playing Destiny and being really competitive and playing Destiny from a PvP standpoint on my own. Like, it's that hook. Like, I'm still playing a lot of Apex. There's this new game called um, Splitgate, I believe. Yeah. 
the portal, the portal Halo like thing. Halo style game. Yeah. Like I just really like competitive modes that you know bring out that kind of competition in in PvP gameplay, and it seems so crazy that there's just nothing like comp does not fill that void. Uh, so I hope they announce something in that regard. Or it could be new game mode. It could be any kind of new PvP game mode. But we've had a lot of good PvE stuff. It's time for PvP to make its return. I think the likely outcome of E3 with Destiny is... The thing that would get everybody amped would be a larger expansion like Forsaken. Mm-hmm. But the likely For outcome, the fall. For the fall. Yeah, for September. Um, mm-hmm. The likely outcome is the highly, probably very likely... Uh, highly rumored, very likely annual season, annual pass. pass for right starting in fall. But yeah, but I still think that they probably like we've said before they will announce or release something that's a little <coughs> bit uh, bless you, a little Thank bit you. bigger um, like Forsaken to lead it off, and then oh. they'll still roll into an annual pass style thing. Yeah, yeah, you know for for the rest of the year, right? That would be great. Uh, yeah. I don't trust their annual pass. I I have been fairly underwhelmed with this annual pass. Mm, yeah. Uh, to date, I have I feel like I haven't had anything to do for like a month yeah. in the world of Destiny, and um. Yeah, I just I tore through the the gambit related items. Yeah, I had my fun with that, and I'm kind of like, all right, I'm Max Light. Like, yeah. So what that's, else is there to chase? That's why I think I'm not a fan. The zero of bounties the, are broken. That's Can't why I don't think that. I'm a fan of the annual pass mm-hmm. concept because, like, you know, they 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 force you into it if you want to play. Like Black Armory was, I like Black Armory. It was mm-hmm. it was cool. It was fun. You know, so they kind of you have to buy the annual pass to get it. But yeah. I didn't really care for Gambit Prime or the season of uh, Drifter. So if that was a singular add-on, I probably wouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because I knew I wouldn't have played it at all, so why would I waste my money doing that? So that annual pass kind of just locks you into that whether you want it or not. Now, yeah. what if... So what if it was like an annual pass style thing, but rather than the cadence of them launching in like a weekly fashion, it was all just available at the very beginning and everything that was in Black It's Armory. like a Fortnite battle pass system. So, so, okay, so let's talk about that for a second. Um, you know, we've often said that for the most part, we don't like, you know, microtransactions or that stuff. If they had a battle pass that was similar to Fortnite and or Apex Legends, the way they do it, I would be much more incentivized to do that if it was available right off the bat, day one. Or part of the annual pass. Or part of the annual pass, yeah. And you feel like you could progress to just do If it was part of the annual pass, you'll probably have more people on board, but like selling an annual pass and then a season pass. Yeah, is, Let me see is, is you're gonna you're they're gonna tread some waters that that fans will start getting a little weary about, and I think uh, that brings up the next question: is free to play and a bunch of other these things. I like the DLC model more personally. I don't like this annual pass yeah. model. Yeah, they just it just feels it's just really not that exciting. Aside from how we didn't much care for Curse of Osiris, I still like the idea of Curse or Mind Forsaken. Mm-hmm. Then starting in December again. Well, I'm thinking even Dark Below House. But there yeah, that was, was there was the same, exposition. Was the there was a build up towards the boss fight. This right. is just yeah. All right, go do the Black Armory forges, which are all fairly similar on different planets. And then uh, here's a raid that you don't really have any context for. Just go do it. Yeah. And I'm like, they took away my favorite aspect, which was the the story beats right. that pushed you forward. Even though yeah, Osiris is probably the worst. Out of all the expansions. So think about that, though, when we – I mean, because you, you also um, reviewed them. Uh, would you – and you got to remember, that was seen as, like, bad, very bad. Which? Osiris. Mm-hmm. Now – I re- gave it a very low score. So are we saying that we'd rather Osiris – No, 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 no. 
I was saying the, the model with, of release, not the level, not the level of content, but, but like that model. My problem Absolutely. with Osiris was the storytelling was bad. Mm-hmm. They messed up stuff with the loot mm-hmm. and just the loot. I can't remember now. Two tokens in a blue. Two tokens in a blue. Oh, They're like they were yeah. like the most I'd rewarding actually... <laughs> public event. The planet is the smallest planet. You yeah. can't use a ship. There's one lost sector in it. Right, right. They have the infinite forest, <laughs> which is one section you can go to. Yeah, Curse of Osiris is a poor piece of DLC. The funny the thing story is, actually isn't the worst story that's ever been told no. in Destiny. Yeah, it's, it's actually okay. It's all the other problems surrounding it. Yeah, I mean, looking back at it, like finding Osiris and you know, even uh, they literally wall him into the silo. Yeah, and it, it's very apparent of their silo development cycle. Where yes, you can tell a story, but you have to tell it within this silo. Maybe we'll revisit the narrative threads that are left open. Yeah, but this is going to open and close within this DLC. Yeah, like Warmind did. Yeah, I mean, what's weird is that looking back, I mean, I played a lot of Warmind. I played a fair amount of Osiris, but I liked the fact that there was a little bit of everything in there. There was some PvP maps. There was a new raid. There was a new protocol, campaign. There was escalation protocol. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so even though it was... We had an escalation protocol. No matchmaking. We didn't fix that yet, even though it's been around since Destiny 1. Right. Problem. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's what my, I mean. That's my biggest frustration with the Destiny franchise is we keep pointing out... Hey, here's a problem. Here's a problem. Here's a problem. Okay, well, we're going to get it wrong like six more times. Or they iterate it so much yeah. that you're just not sure what is going to happen on the next one. Yeah, yeah. I it's really weird. I, so that's my challenge, just with the franchise yeah, in general. Absolutely. And I I still play Destiny. I still love Destiny. Um, the feeling of Destiny still cannot be rivaled by, like I said, Apex Legends is the first game that I. It actually pulls me in on a weekly basis because I just like the feeling of the gameplay. I, I desperately want to see them just come knock it out of the park without these silly mistakes. Yeah. And, yep. uh, yeah, it's okay if it's once in a while. It's just happened so frequently. I think it, people are, people, myself included, are just, just whatever this like, new six player really? match made activity is. Let me launch it from orbit. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Let me launch it from orbit. Maybe choose matchmaking. Maybe not. Depending yeah. on if I have the people. Optional matchmaking. I'm, so, I'm also so, honestly <laughs> surprised that, like, with how, Reward me if it's challenging. Yeah, yeah. like how with, reasonable amount with the Festival of the Lost and with the Revelry, they they brought. We were talking about it earlier, where they bring the firewalled instance, so where yeah. you can load in there by yourself. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't added those to the strikes on the um, on the directory yet. Yeah, I mean, e- even even like a difficulty mode, like Destiny One had a difficulty mode. Yeah, you know, optional, um, you know, challenging modes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's weird. I just think that yeah, there's a lot of things in Destiny One that we're still kind of clamoring for, which is which is weird. I'm not sure if that's just nostalgia or it's a little bit of both because like I'm not you saying go back bring... and play Destiny One. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even saying bring back everything from Destiny One, but there were features that were taken away. Yeah, there's that never should have been taken away. It yeah. was it's bizarre. Yeah, and I don't really understand it. Yeah. You know, um, I think that's everything we really want to talk about this week. But is there any final notes that you guys wanted to discuss? New strikes. <laughs> yeah. Strike grinder Brian Malkowitz wants some new strikes. I, I'll take some yeah. new strikes. Yeah. I loaded it, I loaded it last night. Last night I loaded up Destiny. I was like, all right, I want to do it. I just want to grind. We haven't like, gotten what? a new one since Warmind, right? No. Uh, no, I mean. Forsaken. Forsaken. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, since Forsaken. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's yeah. been since Forsaken. Um, but I loaded up strikes last night. And I was like, all right, I'll just maybe do a couple before bed because heavyweight's on. It's fun. It's <laughs> yeah. And then so I loaded up. I load in. Flying a Titan and it's a Sabbath and strike. I do the first part of it and I'm just like, I hear the dialogue and I'm just like, 
No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just walk away. I was just like, I was done. I was like, man, I've done this so many times. I don't want to do it anymore right now. And it's like, we need more in the rotation so that way it's not mm-hmm. so. Yeah. <laughs> what was the one where we got Rat King for Nightfall? We had it. Uh, I think it was any Nightfall. Though. No, it's the one on Mars and Cade does the narration. And no, because we have King, to carry Rat the King ball and then Mars. dunk it. No, sorry, Cabal, not Mars. I can't remember now. Anyway, it's I can't remember it. Arms dealer. Oh, the arms say. dealer. Yeah, you had to do yeah. that. In that's five still one, it's still one of my favorite strikes. It's still but, that's not uh, bad. I mean, yeah. like most of the strikes in Destiny right now aren't really that bad. Even the ones I don't mind the ones that came with Curse of Osiris. There's the one They're, where the guy turns invisible repeatedly. That I still okay. Find. Yeah, that one's still. Oh, well, actually, yeah. it's still a little. It's, I, it's better now. I still. I, I just it, skip it. Yeah, if yeah. It, yeah. like you still don't play it when blackouts on. But yeah, yeah, yeah that was like, that no. was the worst when there was a nightfall timer. You're like, oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Is scale not? Yeah. How do you get uh, racking now? Since there's no not fa- nightfall timers, I think it's I don't know. Yeah, because you it was half. You had to beat it with at least five minutes left, right? Maybe the timers on the card or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. Let us know I in the comments. Yeah, well, <laughs> we all did. I it haven't pro done. I haven't that was early on. Yeah. yeah, so I haven't needed to get it since year one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, we're going to be back next week talking about the patch update and everything new that's happening with Destiny. Uh, Bungie even admitted this is a little bit of a slow news week, so we just kind of yeah. want to talk about our feelings about the game and what we're thinking for E3. We were just at the Borderlands events. So we brought the the loot sort of conversation into into the show. And if you have yeah. anything you want to see us discuss next week, uh, besides the patch notes, let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Patch notes to show. Yeah. More PvP. Yeah, right. That's right. we need. Well... That's it for this episode, guys. Until next time, Guardians out. probably heard the name Mary Queen of Scots and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy but how much do you know about her life and what she was really like for instance did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language in my podcast vulgar history we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part mini-series about the fascinating life of Mary Queen of Scots Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.